This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. The Earth is ever-changing. Since the beginning of time, our planet has undergone incredible transformation. Pangaea broke apart 175 million years ago, eventually forming the continents we know today. Plant and animal life has evolved or gone extinct, giving room for new life to make its way. Much of this is natural, a progression of the world as it matures and settles. Other phenomena are a result of our greed and disregard for the health of the planet, Melting ice caps, rising ocean levels, and wildfires that rage for weeks while decimating acres of land and homes. Perhaps the Earth needs to send a sign once in a while that we are not as welcome here as we thought. That might be what happened in the southeastern United States in the early 1800s. It started on December 16th of 1811, when a small earthquake began in Arkansas, followed by an aftershock six hours later. The shockwaves spread out of a small town that was once part of the Louisiana Territory. Today, it's known as New Madrid. At that time, New Madrid was an up-and-coming community of farmers and pioneers. They would travel the Mississippi River each day, never paying any mind the idea that the ground beneath their feet might not be completely solid. The first quake wasn't particularly strong, but did minor damage to the few buildings in the area. Less than a month later, another quake hit and it hit hard. It changed the landscape. The ground opened up and claimed the lives of countless livestock, including horses and cattle. The mountains shook and produced devastating landslides. Stream banks caved in. So much debris was kicked up, it blocked out the sun. The Mississippi River actually flowed backward. The January earthquake was so strong, clocks stopped tens of miles away, and it was reported that minor tremors were felt as far north as Washington, D.C. One man named George Heinrich Grist was quoted as saying, If we do not get away from here, the ground is going to eat us alive. Another eyewitness, John Bradbury, was in a boat traveling down the Mississippi River when it happened. He wrote, The perpendicular banks, both above and below us, began to fall into the river in such vast masses as nearly to sink our boat. John had tallied 27 shocks total by the time it was all over. Things seemed to calm down after that, while the residents of New Madrid started to rebuild. However, everything would change a few weeks later, on February 7th of 1812, when the town became the epicenter of another massive quake. Chimneys crumbled as houses were shaken from their foundations. 
A new lake was formed in Tennessee when the land shifted in such a way as to block the flow of several streams. Shocks traveled as far north as Canada and were strong enough to ring church bells in Boston. New Madrid was all but destroyed. The Richter scale wouldn't be invented for another century or so, but based on the accounts of those present, it's estimated that the worst of the New Madrid earthquakes would have measured at an 8.0. Compare that with California, a veritable hotspot of seismic activity. The strongest quake on record there occurred in 1857 in Fort Tejon. It measured 7.9 on the Richter scale. Since then, minor quakes have plagued Missouri, over 4,000 of them, in fact, none of which have been as strong as the ones that occurred in 1811 and 1812. But that isn't to say that it won't happen again in the future. Scientists estimate that within 50 years, there could be a significant chance of another massive quake striking the region. And if it does, it could quite possibly change the shape of the country all over again. This episode is sponsored by Intuit. Here's a story for you. Once upon a time, a young woman was haunted by the ghosts of bad financial decisions, with credit card debt and an empty savings account looming over her every day. When she tried to ignore these ghosts, they only grew bigger and scarier, and these ghosts of her bad financial decisions were stopping her from living her best life. So she decided to face them head-on and take control of her finances with help from Intuit. Intuit helps you face your financial fears with confidence through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
Any great architect manages to leave their mark on the world. It could be as simple as an office building or a unique design for a house, but there's always an artifact left behind that represents their lasting legacy. Frank Gehry's wavy metallic design for the Guggenheim Museum in Spain has been hailed by some as the greatest building of our time. The shard in London seems to erupt from the earth and pierce the sky with its clean lines and sharpened point at the top. And Falling Water, the iconic home designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, is among the Smithsonian's top places to visit before you die. Although their styles may vary, these architects have influenced countless others in shaping the future of where we live and work. And then there's Brian. Brian is an architect too. Born in Iowa in 1974, he's the mind behind hundreds of buildings. It's a passion he inherited from his grandfather, who also worked in the field of architecture. In fact, when Brian was only 17, he was awarded a Guinness World Record for the tallest house in the world. From there, he went on to earn a degree in architecture from Iowa State University and a master's in design studies from Harvard. After graduation, Brian struck out on his own. Unfortunately, there was no agency prepared to handle his unique aesthetic. He's constructed buildings for corporations, museums, and even Walt Disney World. He's toured the globe, designing structures that defy logic in both their design and their construction. Brian isn't a fan of concrete and steel. He doesn't use nails, nor does he hire a crew to bring his designs to life. Brian does all the work himself. There isn't really a need for a whole crew anyway. That tallest house in the world he won a record for? It was only 14 and a half feet tall. His tallest structures don't grow any higher than 26 feet or so. That's because they're all built out of playing cards. Brian Berg has traveled all over the world for more than two decades, constructing towers, skyscrapers, and replicas of famous buildings out of normal, everyday playing cards. One of his first creations was a tower in his college atrium that was made out of over 1,500 decks and measured 25 feet tall. The tower took almost three weeks to build, which he did in shifts ranging from 4 to 12 hours. He went on to reach new heights when he built a tower in a German casino lobby in 1999. By the time it was finished, it was 25.29 feet tall and took more than 1,700 decks to build. Brian will go anywhere and everywhere to show off his skills, including national television, to break his own Guinness World Record. He always builds his card structures in public and almost never uses adhesive. He doesn't believe in trying to deceive the public. His creations never feature hidden support beams, and they all end up the same way when the building is done, with a dramatic deconstruction into nothing but a pile of playing cards. It's fun for him to do all that work and then watch it come tumbling down. His audiences seem to like it, too. In 2010, Brian traveled to China, where he erected a card-based replica of the Venetian Hotel. It took over 218,000 cards and 40 hours to build before he used a powerful fan to blow the foundation out from under it. After some strategically placed gusts of wind, the whole thing eventually fluttered to the ground card by card, as though it had never existed at all. Brian is still traveling today designing new card structures and upgrading his construction techniques that utilize newer, stronger methods and require fewer decks to complete. He may never build a house anyone can actually live in, but his work teaches us a lesson that will outlast any building made of wood or metal. Nothing 
is truly permanent, and everything we do could fall to pieces at any time. Just like a house of cards. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.